Welcome to Sounds Like Success with Atlas IED. Welcome to Sounds Like Success with Atlas IED. I'm your host, Sean Heath. In the late 80s, there was a tennis player in the United States named Andre Agassi. And he did a Nike campaign, and the tagline was, Image is Everything. Sadly for Andre, we found out uh, several years later that that phrase really came to haunt him because people thought that was all he was about, was image. There are a lot of companies that run into that issue, but what if your image is so well established and so accurate and so admirable that everybody knows you for that thing? Well, as a smart company, you're going to continue to innovate and evolve, what do you do when that reputation is so fantastic and you have to add a few chapters? How do you handle that? That's got to be an incredibly difficult process. Well, I happen to know two gentlemen who have gone through that process and they figured it out. My guests on the podcast today are Tom Lurman. He's the Director of Engineering and Product Management for Atlas IED. Hi, Tom. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. And my other guest today is Steve Clay. He's Engineering Program Manager for Atlas IED. Hi, Steve. Hello. Tom, uh, have I accurately described the situation that you are currently experiencing at Atlas IED? Yes, definitely. First off, tell me what you are known for. What do people think when you say, oh, well, I work for Atlas IED? What's the first thing they almost always say? Well, it depends on who you talk to. Uh, A lot of traditional AV uh, integrators will say something like ceiling speakers or microphone stands. We've been making microphone stands um, for several decades, and they're the best in the world. And we're highly known for uh, ceiling speakers and large commercial spaces. Uh, but more recently, we're well known in the education industry as well as uh, airports, where we have most of the major airports in the United States for paging systems. Now, you are part of a recent increase in investment. I guess in, in, instead of saying Atlas IED is changing, would it be accurate to say that Atlas IED is the change? Yes. So both Steve and I came to this company uh, almost two years ago now, uh, two years for me, almost two years for Steve, and we were part of a new engineering investment. Um, at that time, we were... You know, as, as my tech, we were wanting to develop uh, more of the technology in-house. Um, so we took a group of engineers uh, that we knew from the industry in amplification, in DSP, in hardware, and software. And we were able to open up two different facilities, one in Elkhart, Indiana, and one in Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, and so we had many discussions with uh, the owner of Atlas IED and my tech, uh, John Ivey, uh, about his vision and about his strategy going into the future. And it was extremely refreshing for having someone, um, you know, telling engineering that we can have the time to develop the products and the platform, but more importantly, up front um, without, you know, quarterly uh, expectations of, of the investment. So we came in as um, kind of the leaders of these two different groups of engineering design centers, and we're just now in the meat of uh, some development. To take this to a sports analogy, you are basically the equivalent of a team signing an all-star from someplace else to their roster. Exactly. 
and I know it's going to sound like bragging, but really that's the closest approximation I can come up with with what you've done. Right. And then there, there's been a lot of changes in the industry over the last um, three or four years um, with companies uh, acquiring other companies, some companies uh, moving their engineering to different locations. And so there's been a big, big shakeup in the last two to three years. Um, so the landscape is, is completely different. And the team of engineers that we brought in are highly skilled and have a lot of uh, experience in this industry. Um, and so, you know, as John Ivey says, it was kind of a gift for me to be able to all of a sudden have a team of people that know each other and work together and can come in and immediately make a contribution. Very well said, Tom. We essentially have some rock stars. We, we have tons of talent. They already know how to work uh, together. We just needed to put them to work. As I'm talking about adding an all-star to a team in the perfect sports analogy, um, Steve, when you guys showed up, what are some of the new tools that you guys brought? Sean, we were able to bring some some great tools and experience in product validation with us. The guys that we have in the different locations have a have a lot of experience in knowing what it takes to make sure the product goes out the door and doesn't come back. And while that is, it can be expensive to implement, it is absolutely the right thing to do to make sure that the customer is happy and the company doesn't have the added expense of returns and the, uh, the egg in their face of having poor quality products in the field. Now, having some experience myself with QA, nothing drives me crazier than sending something out that's half-baked. And you mentioned the cost to the customer in lost productivity or whatever. That's nothing compared to the cost of the relationship that that customer or client now has with the company that sent them something that wasn't great. Yeah, And it's almost impossible to recover from that cost. Right. That is 100% correct. Yeah, we, uh, we definitely don't want to be in that position. Well, I'm curious because you have this, I want to call it creative freedom. I, I think that's the right way to put it. But that creative freedom hopefully allows you to uh, address the major changes that you mentioned there, Tom. Can you detail, without giving away some, you know, any secret sauce, can you talk to me about some of the major changes that are happening in the industry? Um, yes, like I said, you know, there were... They were medium to even large size companies that were have been acquired by even larger size companies. And the trend that you're seeing is, you know, the the holy grail of solution providers. You know, there really isn't a market out there for just an amplifier company or just a DSP company or just a speaker company anymore, as increasingly um, our customers demand full solutions and they need things to work together and they need things to work reliably and they need it to be very easy to set up and maintain. Um, so you're seeing that from all parts of the industry. You're seeing other companies changing their business structure around, um, you know, doing more offshoring of engineering. You're seeing other companies being bought out by um, financial investment firms. Um, so there's really a lot of shakeup in this industry right now and it's really exciting. I would like to take a moment to discuss something that you said there, Tom, and that is there is a real difference between being a product seller and being a solution provider. Has your day-to-day changed as that difference is becoming clearer? 
Absolutely, Sean. Being able to provide a solution allows for uh, fewer interfaces for the user um, software that they have to learn from company A to company B in that uh, the devices should be able to communicate more seamlessly and provide a, just a general uh, better user experience. I believe people are looking for this type of ex experience from their products more and more as uh, the industry evolves. Right. It's It's been increasingly less about features and having, you know, kind of uh, the, the war of features and more, like Steve said, more about simplicity, connectivity, ease of use, reliability, you know, all these things that make, you know, that make people buy into something like the Apple ecosystem where everything's kind of easy to use, even though they may not have some of the greatest features, you know, and it's as things get built on more and more platforms, platforms get serviced over time, meaning features can always be added later as markets change or as feedback is given to the manufacturer. And this also opens up a different avenue for services to be provided. So instead of buying hardware and having it never be supported, what about leasing hardware or leasing software um, in the service industry? So as the services and solutions that you can provide expand, are there some challenges that come along with that expansion? I would, I would imagine when you're trying to define what your focus is going to be, you want to have a wide focus, but you don't want it to be so wide that it gets so diluted that it's not incredibly effective. Yes. Yes, I believe that's definitely the case. Um, you can't do everything, right? Uh, it's kind of like the whole boiling the ocean saying. Um, but you need to have a product that you need to define your market. I think we've done that pretty well with what we're currently working on and uh, fit what they need. Yeah. So as far as, you know, is it a challenge for our focus? Yes, definitely. Um, because like I said, as you're trying to provide a solution, a solution entails that you have everything from beginning to end of an entire system. Um, and of course, there are only finite resources and you're combating time. So as we uh, plan our next several years on our roadmap, we have to take into consideration which products and services can we release um, at what time. You know, if we release something now, is it effective without another piece of hardware? And then on top of that, there's an engineering um, consideration where some technology may be leveraged to um, create other products in the future. So yes, it's definitely been a challenge to define what makes sense for our business so we can, um, you know, have sales success today, but also plan out, you know, the medium and long-term solutions for our customers to, to buy into our system. Is there something from an engineering standpoint that would surprise people about the current state of the pro-AV industry? Yes. I would say one of the biggest surprises may be that, you know, the, the customer is rapidly shifting in a lot of markets from traditional AV to IT, um, and in a lot of cases, security as well. So when you think about airports and you think about schools, the, the main customer is the IT uh, department and the IT head. They have all the purchasing power um, and compared to traditional AVE, which still has a large presence in this space, um, and especially other spaces, but they have different um, demands, they have different purchasing powers, different skill sets. Um, a lot of things are, are moving you know, more towards the way it's done in IT which could be cloud services and uh, subscriptions. 
but uh, the, the customer is definitely changing. In your time at Atlas IED and now in the new marriage of companies, it, do you have a favorite project that you've been able to work on so far? Since we started here with Atlas IED, we've been able to primarily focus on one family of projects. And a lot of that came completely starting from scratch. We've had to do everything from building part libraries and getting our CAD software set up to creating DSP algorithms that didn't exist in the company before. So we've been working on essentially the same project since we started um, about two years ago. But that was, again, building a platform that uh, will allow us to grow upon in the future. And with any platform, it allows for validation um, processes and families to have uh, higher quality going forward with shorter product development cycles. So the pro-AV industry is probably one of the fastest evolving industries in the United States, if not the entire world, because technology is moving at such a ridiculous rate that there have probably been two innovations that have happened in the 20 minutes that we've been talking, and you guys need to answer 19 emails about those innovations. Um, When a customer comes to you, obviously, when they ask, can this be done, your answer is always, oh, absolutely. Let's figure out how to do it. That's the right answer to that question. Can this be done? The right answer is, absolutely, let's figure out how to do it. When you're trying to create and add to the image of the things that Atlas IED is known for, and we've mentioned having to narrow your focus while widening your focus, What's the biggest challenge on a daily basis? Is it managing customer expectations or managing your own? I'd say it's a little of both. Um, and also also about being realistic. You know, you know, as part of our changing company, you know, we do a lot of different things. And we still want to do a lot of different things. But we know internally we only have so many finite resources. So we do have to pick and choose our battles and pick our markets. Because like we were saying earlier, it's, you need to provide and you need to provide a full solution in today's market having one off and tack on products is not going to be uh it's not going to bring us to success it's not going to bring us to where we want to go so part of the things we've done in the last um, year or two is create a much more robust product management team we've um, now have a team of four and there were no true product managers prior to that and so that is a lot of upfront planning for, you know, things like traditional things like market requirements and product requirements and doing a lot of planning and work up front before it gets to the engineer's desk to start developing because their time is the most valuable. So we are vetting out our ideas much more thoroughly than we were in the past. Um, and we define our products much more thoroughly than we have in the past. And that allows a much faster development once it gets to the engineer's desk because every you know scope creep is limited um you know competitive research and stuff is done so you're not going to react to something that just came up or that you just saw uh, so a lot of planning up front and uh, a lot of you know tough decisions of which markets do we want to be number one in because we don't want to be number 10 in 20 different markets we would rather 
we would rather, you know, be rock stars in the markets that we serve really well. Um, you know, and that's, and that's a pretty wide range still. I mean, it's obviously transportation, um, but also things like hospitals and schools and hospitality. Well, Steve, for the final question today, I want to piggyback off of what Tom just said about you guys being rock stars. Now, if I ask someone today about Atlas IED, we've already detailed what they probably think they know about Atlas IED. So my question to you is, one year from today, if I ask someone what Atlas IED is, what do you hope they say? I hope a year from now, customers will say, oh yeah, Atlas IED, we know those guys. They provided that great solution for this install we had, and that thing just works like crazy. <clears throat> Don't It's a set and forget. I never need to worry about it. And Tom, if you were to ask that question a year from now, what answer do you hope you get? I hope it's that we're a technology company or an IT company or an IT-focused company. Um, like I said, we were known you know, for many different things in the past, from MTX car stereos to mic stands to airports to schools but you know a lot of the a lot of the opinions out there are that we are a ceiling speaker company or a you know volume controller company but i think a year from now you'll see that we're one of the best um, technology dsp amplification company um, out there right now and we're making a lot of inroads with the it departments of hospitals and schools and airports well, I really appreciate my, the opportunity I had today to have a conversation with Tom Lurman, the Director of Engineering and Product Management for Atlas IED. Tom, thank you so much. Thank you. And thanks also to Steve Clay, Engineering Program Manager for Atlas IED. Steve, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Sean. I really am glad you guys took some time today, and I look forward to talking to you. I don't think we'll wait a year. I think we'll talk to you in the next couple of months just to see how things are going. I hope you both have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you. Thank you. You too.